Thursday, July 29th, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning Five and Change. If it's Thursday, that can mean only one thing. 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting, Steve Wiltfong, back from vacation, ready to talk some recruiting. Steve, how goes it? It's going well, Daniel. The summer is heating up. Recruiting is coming to the end of the that we've been on, which I can't wait. I want this week to end. I want kids to be preparing for their seasons. I want colleges to be preparing to be 1-0. and And I want to drink a pina colada or a bourbon and um, not be part of this rat race that we've been on from June 1 to now. There is one person that wants us to work 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, and that is Quinn Ewers. Arguably the most well-known name in high school football for several years. We know he's verbally committed to the Ohio State University. But as he is wont to do, my man can generate some headlines. He is now considering coming to Ohio State a year early. In fact, according to Yahoo's Pete Thamel, he is leaning towards doing so. Quinn Ewers, do you think he will come? And what will happen if he does? Well, I don't know if what he's going to do, obviously in the article, he says he's leaning towards uh, coming early. And I talked to a source yesterday that corroborated that they believe that to be true. But I'll say this. I think it's funny that people are out here reaching out to the other quarterbacks in the class asking if they would do the same thing. Quinn Ewers is in a complete unique situation because he is Quinn Ewers. I mean, he's, he's, he's the best quarterback prospect to come out since Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence could have done this. Uh, Trevor Lawrence would have been in this position if he wanted to be years ago, if it would have allowed. But you're not going to have a lot of guys that are going to be in this position to make this much money this early on. And so it's such a unique deal. We're talking about a guy that threw for over 4,000 yards uh, as a sophomore and and, uh, against some of the best high school football competition in the country against the best, some of the best high school football coaching in the country. Uh, he's, he's just, he, he's got everything you're looking for in, in a quarterback recruit. And, and, and so with that comes the microscope, which with that comes the opportunity to capitalize on your name, image, likeness. Not many people have that. Not many people have that going for them. So to call or to reach out or to think that this is going to like start some massive movement or massive trend that they most recruits aren't going to command the amount of attention that Quinn Ewers has commanded. Even before this all came out, there really isn't anything left for him to accomplish in high school except get hurt. So it does make sense to me from that standpoint. I don't think. Like you said, he's already done it at the highest level and he's been doing it for long enough. It wasn't like he didn't start as a youngster. So in terms of experience, so I, don't what I think would, it's, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So what I would say to that, I didn't mean to cut you off, Daniel, is I, I think in a perfect world, he should be, he would be able to make his money while he's in high school and capitalizing off his name, image and likeness. 
while he's at South Lake Carroll, which would, you know, residually be, you know, other people would eat too. You know what I'm saying? But sure. then he would get the, you know, he would get another 400 pass attempts or, or whatever it is. And another opportunity to really play a lot of football before he goes into Ohio state. I, I, I think so in a perfect world that, that opportunity is better than going to Ohio state and, and uh, competing for a job. And if you don't win it, your reps are limited for a year. Right. But to, but to say that, like, there's nothing more that he could prove and like, he could still get better as a senior in high school with all those reps. So I don't like fully agree with that, but it's not that, but if, but if he did get hurt in week one, it's not like we would be like, oh, so Quinn Ewers missed an opportunity to play 14 games. He's not going to be the player he's going to be be at Ohio State. So I agree with you there. But I, I do think that there is value to getting getting those reps and playing and continuing to mature and uh, be with Coach Dodge and those guys one more year and really just be a major alpha for one more year, you know. And continue, I'm not. I think that all that stuff does matter when you're adding up inches, but, but yeah, if he got hurt in week one, it wouldn't diminish the fact that he's still QB one in the class, you know, and, and if he didn't get all those reps or didn't play in this yeah. kid's case, he's such an outlier that it's like when we talk about, Oh, we want these kids to have the college experience and the high school experience. This kid's high school experience and college experience. Isn't normal. Isn't like anybody else's anyway. So for his sake, you know, he's a prodigy level talent on a prodigy approach. Him getting stuff a little bit early to me actually makes sense. I don't think I would support this for almost anybody else, but he's not like everybody else. He's not going to be treated like everybody else. Exactly. So other people shouldn't have to answer questions about Quinn Ewers either, like because they're not him. We will keep an eye on this, but I think it's fair to assume he's going to come to Ohio State early. Here's a question for you. P.J. Stroud, Kyle McCord, Jack Miller, Quinn Ewers. Is that a good quarterback room? Well, it's pretty awesome from my vantage point. And when you look at that sophomore year that Quinn Ewers had, and he threw four, 4,003 yards and 45 touchdowns with just three interceptions. And you put that into perspective. He rushed for almost 600 yards and nine more touchdowns. That's just as a sophomore. You know, had a had a had a good junior year, especially under the circumstances of being hurt, coming back from surgery, and leading his team to the state finals. I, I think he would have had an epic senior year. You put him, you just put him up as a sophomore against those quarterbacks that were, you, you know, a year his senior, two years his senior. He had as good a year as anybody nationally when he was a sophomore, and so. I think that you now stick them into that room. You know, C.J. Stroud had an amazing senior year the same year Quinn Ewers was a sophomore. But Quinn Ewers' sophomore year goes toe-to-toe with that. Kyle McCord, you know, a 24-7 sports composite five-star, he had a he had a good good final campaign too, you know. But Quinn Ewers', is, Quinn Ewers sophomore year goes toe-to-toe with any of that. And so I, I, I think of that day, if you were picking like, the best quarterbacks in high school football, you can make a, an argument that Quinn Ewers is above all those guys. So now he's coming in. I think he, I, 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 if he is coming in, I think he, you know, has the ability to compete right away. You know, obviously those other guys, you know, Stroud's been in the program for a while and McCord enrolled early 
and he's a beast too. I mean, that, that, that room is talented, you know, and, and, but that's why you sign up for a place like Ohio state to go in and compete with the best, to be pushed by the best, to be the best and be the next first rounder at the position. Even saying that this would be a little bit crazy, uncharted waters kind of thing. So who knows what the domino effect will be. Obviously, we will be all over that to see what you know, Stroud, Miller, and McCord think of viewers coming in. It will be college football theater at its finest. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and talk about today's cookout. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, we are back. Rain be darned. Ohio State is hosting a cookout today for a number of quality class of 2023 prospects. One super cool 22 prospect and one elite 24 prospect. Let's start with Mr. 22. That is Kenyatta Jackson, defensive end, out of Hollywood, Florida, Chaminade, Madonna High School. In the boarding house yesterday, we had an item saying he could possibly be on commitment watch. Do you agree? I just know that talking to his dad after the official visit, they said that Ohio State is the best defensive line coach in the country in college football ever, all caps on the ever. And that if his son were to commit there, he knows that it, he would deliver. And then just the authenticity of Ryan Day, Larry Johnson, um, and, and, and the rest of the staff, you know, I think that they really just love the staff at Ohio State. For them to come back so quickly, it certainly shows how interested they are in the Buckeyes. That is not news to us, obviously, about Larry Johnson, but... 22 recruiting for Ohio State is heavily focused on defensive end going forward. So it will be very nice to add Mr. Kenyatta Jackson. There is a number of 2023 guys coming, guys who are committed, guys who are targets. The number one target to me, and he will be so until he commits, Columbus native Sonny Styles. I talked to Sonny this week, and he's super excited to be back at Ohio State today and, and uh, really said he's looking forward to connecting with some of the other recruits. So obviously he knows everything about the Buckeyes program. I think at this point now it's just getting more comfortable with this, with, with the guys and peers and, and, and people he'd be playing with or potentially playing with. So Sonny went to the Peach Jam with the All-Ohio Red 16s in basketball and kicked butt, said he wanted to play some basketball and is adding offers from Mac schools. Now he's not going to the Mac schools. The word all along is it's going to come down to Ohio State and Notre Dame. Have you seen anything that makes you think it won't be that? And do you want to log a prediction? Well, he visited a lot of other schools, you know, in, in other regions. So I, I don't know if I'm, I mean, I think that you can make a good educated guess and say it's those two, but he made some rounds and went and saw some other places and camped at some places. And so he hasn't told me it's down to Notre Dame or Ohio State. I, I think that where he lives and, with his brother being at Notre Dame and his Ohio State family ties, you can assume that those two schools are certainly in it. Let's talk 2023 now. I know one guy expected to be there today is the number one running back in the class, Richard Young. Let's hear about him and who else in the class Ohio State should be focused on today. 
Well, Bill Kierlich's got the story on the side of some of the top recruits that are on campus today. And as you said, Richard Young, the number one running back uh, in the country is there. And this is a second visit to Ohio State already. So he has tremendous interest uh, in the Buckeyes as Ohio State battles some uh, heavyweights from other conferences for him. I think Derek LeBlanc is an interesting guy, a, a guy that's going to be a riser in our rankings, one of the top defensive ends in the class, was at Notre Dame earlier this week. He's got great interest in, in Notre Dame. Luke Montgomery, uh, that's one where Notre Dame, Ohio State, Penn State, Oklahoma, Alabama are near the top for him. Uh, he's obviously very familiar with, with Ohio State. Kevin Wilson and his dad go way back to the Miami, Ohio days for them. Uh, so there's a, a long history uh, um, that makes them even more comfortable with Ohio State, but obviously they're in good position for, for Luke. Christian Gray is a corner from DeSmet, St. Louis, St. Louis DeSmet, Missouri, uh, who I've seen a couple times this offseason, real athletic corner um, that, that Ohio State has offered and is in good position for. And then let's, let's, let's go. We, we started with a 2022 quarterback and, and Quinn Ewers, who maybe is a 2021 now. Let's end with Jaden Davis, who is a 2024 quarterback. What better time for Ohio State to host Jaden Davis again, uh, which goes to show you how high uh, the most likely number one quarterback in the 2024 class is on, on Ohio to come on campus a day after all the Quinn Ewers buzz and seeing the potential that, that a future Ohio State quarterback has with name, image, likeness, in addition to just what already uh, – Playing quarterback at Ohio State uh, offers you as a as a potential you know from your potential development standpoint and playing in big games, no better time for Jaden Davis to be on on campus after the big news of Quinn Ewers dropping yesterday. No better time to be making a run at quarterback. You, we appreciate the information on that, Steve. Now let's finish with this. I am legally obligated to ask you your thoughts on expansion. I have said that if I was the Big Ten, my two schools that I would love are North Carolina and Notre Dame. I realize that's a pipe dream. You've got some Notre Dame knowledge. What's your vibe on how Notre Dame fits into the whole thing? They seem like a huge domino to me. And do you think in the long run this will affect Ohio State negatively or positively? I actually like the conference realignment stuff bores me. And the only reason why I'm telling you that is so – it bores me in the sense that like, I don't read a lot about it. So I'm not, so where, if Notre Dame's tune has changed or if Notre Dame is open, like, I don't really know the answer to that. Uh, I just know that it's obvious that things are always evolving. So to say that Notre Dame is a pipe dream, who knows what the landscape of college football is going to be in a few years and, and, and what kind of domino effect that would have on, on Notre Dame. And then obviously the big 10 would make sense for them. I would think from a footprint standpoint and where they're located, especially for Olympic sports and, and things of that nature. But I mean, I guess their Olympic sports are already playing in the ACC. So uh, I'm no expert on, on conference uh, realignment. I, I wish that, uh, um, you know, Nebraska still played Colorado in a big game when I was a kid, like I was a kid, but we're years away from that. And, and, uh, uh, as, as far as how does this impact Ohio State? Well, it sucks if you're Ohio State in the sense that now Texas and Oklahoma are going to the SEC and the SEC continues to get all this shine. Uh, uh, um, and that's basically who you're competing against and Clemson for a national title right now. I mean, those are the schools that have proven uh, 
that that's the league that has proven that they can win the title. Clemson has proven they can win a title and Ohio state has proven that they can win a title. And so if you're Ohio state and I believe recruiting is a game of inches, that's more inches in favor of the sec. If all, if, if these schools continue to join that league, but all that being said, Ohio State still puts a lot of guys in the NFL, drafted high, extremely high. They win a lot of ball games. They have the largest high, largest college campus in the country, right? They got, they got, um, you know, the, the when you look at the TV ratings, I think Ohio State played in the number one TV rated game like four times last year, and uh, you think only four? Well, hell, I think they only played six games, right? So. Uh, uh, they were the number one watched team in the country last year for the most part. So even though I think that the Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC kind of sucks for Ohio State, it's not like they don't have a lot going for them still. Very well said, and I will finish with this. Had they not expanded the playoff, I might be a little bit more concerned. But if you have, you know, 10-plus teams in the playoff, and Ohio State is in this Big Ten. They are going to the playoff every single year. We appreciate Steve stopping by. Have it locked in here for cookout coverage all day long. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Take care, y'all. See you on the front row.